Yes, hello, and welcome everybody to the 2019 Star Wars Rankings. My name is Trevor Chong, and I'm here with my brother, Jordan Chong. Jordan, hello. Hello, how's it going? Ready to roll? Excited Star Wars season is upon us. We're just uh, about a week away. Oh, exactly a week away yes. from the new movie, the final uh, act of this nine-part series. So really excited to get into this. Did you just pull out a lightsaber? Is that what just yeah, happened? Yeah, it's a little bit dangerous in here. I'll put it away. Okay. How come your lightsaber is orange? <laughs> I don't know. I actually recently started, uh, I was getting in the spirit. I started playing the new Fallen Order Star Wars video game and a lot of cool features. You can customize your lightsaber. So currently I have mine green, but uh, I guess in real life it's orange. How many colors can you choose? I'm not sure. I mean, I've only been playing for a little bit, so I haven't unlocked all of them yet, but pretty cool feature. Right. Exciting. Exciting. So here's what's going on here is um, we have collected uh, some survey results from, you know, a handful of people uh, to rank all 10 Star Wars movies. I, I, I think I phrased it as your 10, rank them as your favorite Star Wars movies. So right. I think that kind of changes the way people view things. Right. Um, and so we did this as well two years ago. We did this as well two years ago. And so it'll be interesting to see, to compare those two results yeah. of what happened. That was before we had Last Jedi and Solo, which were two totally non-controversial yeah. Star Wars movies. <laughs> Everyone loved those and no <laughs> problems with them. Unanimously <laughs> loved. Those might be one and two this year. Who knows? They could be. They could be. So that actually will be one of the most interesting things to track. Well, where does Solo and Last Jedi uh, fall in? Right. Yeah. I'm excited to get into it. Uh, obviously... You know, I think wording it favorite movies is different than best movies. I think people are going to kind of interpret it however they want, but it'll be interesting to see. Yeah, people will probably interpret it however they want either way anyways. Exactly, yeah. So it doesn't really matter, yeah. but I don't know. Let's try and take out our, our movie critic hat and just go for your favorite Um but anyway, so that's, that's how it is. Uh, you filled out your survey. You put it in there. You'll have your notes along there. I did not fill out a survey myself. Okay. Interesting. Um, so I'm just trying to be this unbiased reporter. Oh, sure. <laughs> unbiased reporter. If, if I remember correctly, last time, <laughs> your number one movie was Rogue One. Rogue One, a Star Wars story. Yes. yes. Which is very controversial. Right. <laughs> well, it's a very good movie. I mean, if we if we want to dive in. So last time we only did, we had seven. We had a panelist, a panels, panel? Panel of experts. Okay. Of seven small, people, yeah, small group. seven people, okay. uh, and these were our rankings from the last time. This is two years ago, so there was only eight movies. So eight was Attack of the Clones, seven The Phantom Menace, six Revenge of the Sith, five Return of the Jedi, four A New Hope, three The Force Awakens, two Rogue One, A Star Wars Story, wow. and number one The Empire Strikes Back. So it was, it was, and I just went back. <laughs> Sorry, I'm having a little too much fun here with my sound. Oh, thank you, Darth. Yeah. Um, so I did. I did last night. I went back and I listened to that podcast. Oh my god! So if you look in this channel, this Talking with Trevor channel, you'll see two podcasts on this. You'll see the one you're listening to right now and the previous rankings podcast. Feel free to listen to that one okay. uh, as well if you want that whole thing. Now, before we get started, uh, you know what I saw last night? What's that? I went by myself to the movie theater. Oh, really? Because they in theaters right now. They had Gosh. a deal where you could... Oh, they're from the old ones. No, they, oh. they had a deal where you could spend uh, just half the amount of scene points for a free movie. Okay. And so I went and saw Frozen 2. Oh, okay. Yeah, all by myself. So you're an adult man? Yes. Frozen 2 on Wednesday? Yep. Middle of the day. Awesome. How was it? 
It was good. It was very good. Great. But the one thing that I like that you that you would like is they had uh, the kids were playing in the snow at one point. They had all these little figurines. Okay. And one of the moments, one of the figurines you could tell in the background was a figurine of Baymax. Baymax from Big Hero Six. Yeah, yeah. It's a total like little Easter. Oh, he was just a toy though. It's a little like they're snowball toys. Like all these people, but he's yeah. not. And so I definitely was pretty sure that one was Baymax. Interesting. Easter egg. Is what does this have to do with Star Wars? <laughs> it's movies. Okay, movies, gotcha. Star Wars are movies. Gotcha. I do love Baymax. <laughs> all right, but anyways, <laughs> let's just dig right into it. So I think the interesting thing is, so as we talked about, where's Solo gonna fall? Where's Last Jedi gonna fall? Um, and then we know, I think in general, the prequels will be near the bottom. We know Empire will be high, probably one, maybe two. Yeah. Who knows? But it's hard to tell where these other ones are going to lie, especially when it comes to the sequel trilogy, because there's a lot of mixed emotions with yeah. the sequel trilogy. Like, I love the sequel trilogy. I've enjoyed every Star Wars movie. Um, so you're not going to get a lot of negative thoughts from me on this podcast. Um, but some people really uh, like the sequel trilogy, and some people, they don't. Yeah, I mean, if there's one thing I know, like, Star Wars fans are super passionate, super nostalgic, and they defend, like... The original trilogy like to the grave like it's the greatest thing ever nothing can ever compare to it and i i land more on that side i love the original trilogy but i also love the new trilogy i think it's i think it's outstanding i know a lot of people don't like it they feel like they're quote ruining star wars which i don't really understand let's enjoy the ride while we can but i i agree i think we'll see the prequels will probably be near the bottom the original will be near the top i'm really interested to see how the newer movies stack up with um, the original trilogy. Right. Where do, especially Solo. Yeah, Solo. And especially Solo. What if Solo fall? And The Last Jedi, because The Last Jedi is obviously very polarizing. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and we can dig into each of these movies when they come up. Yeah. All right. So without further ado, let's dig into this. I haven't looked at the rankings. Now, as a little bit as they've come in, I've had to sort of double check a few people, make sure that we're not getting too many tainted results. I don't think <laughs> we have a couple of people who've had some surprising okay. results. So I have a general idea of some of the things. Um, I peeked a little bit at the lower things um, just to make sure I have my list all compiled correctly. But for the most part, I don't really know where things fall. <laughs> this will be interesting. Thanks, Han. Me too. Yeah, and so we didn't get that many people serving, so we'll see how it kind of goes here. But okay. I think, are you ready to just dig right in? Yeah, bit? let's go. Here we so go. So do you have, do you have, I think when it comes to this one, okay, I think it's Attack of the Clones was okay. the previous one, right? So that could definitely be at the bottom. Yeah. I think the Phantom Menace could be there, Yeah. right? And then my fear is, is do people put The Last Jedi there? Yeah, That's I think, my fear. I, I would, but I think the chalk pick is Attack of the Clones. Uh, I got my rankings in front of me. No spoiler, but um, Attack of the Clones is pretty low for me. But I also think there's a chance that The Last Jedi and Solo could be down here because they're very polarizing. I hope not. I think right. I think people will, will be a little kinder than that, but I think it's got to be Attack of the Clones or Phantom Menace. All right. All right. So uh, in this one, we have... Um, 22% put this movie at number 10. Okay. 18% put this at number f number 9. Okay. 33% put it at number 8. 18% <laughs> put it at 7. And then we had a straggler who put this at 3. Wow. And a straggler who put this at number 2. Okay, this has got to be Attack of the Clones. Uh, you know, it could be Phantom Menace. I don't know. Let's and see. the movie that is 10th on our rankings is Star Wars Episode 1, The Phantom Menace. <laughs> 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 wow I'm a bit shocked by that I definitely don't think it's the best <laughs> but I, I personally put Attack of the Clones as my number 10 
I get it though. I totally get it. The Phantom Man is very, very like some really silly stuff going on with Jar Jar of it all. Mm -hmm. uh, the boss Nass of it all. The little little Anakin, super annoying. But there are some really great parts in in that movie. Now I. Just listen to the podcast we did two years ago. I was a big defender of the yeah. Phantom Menace, uh, but I did rewatch it pretty recently, and <laughs> it doesn't really hold yeah, up. It I doesn't know. really hold up. Um, the the obviously we know the end scene, the the lightsaber fight, Obi Wan. Mm -hmm. That's all great. Yeah. But what else really happens in the movie yeah. is you know questionable. We have the. Um, uh, Viceroy. Yeah, the Viceroy. <laughs> Those guys. Annoying. You must sign the treaty. Yeah. <laughs> Those guys are a little questionable. And I'm, an, I'm surprised. I think this actually swapped over. I think if uh, we had a different number 10 uh, just a few days ago. Um, <laughs> and so this has actually fallen in with recent results. Okay. Um, People have been doing their rewatches. Yeah, but it's not a surprising, it's not a surprising thing. Right. And I think the main thing that when you compare these movies... Um, these prequel movies, especially with the newer movies, when you put them side by side, oh. they're just not even comparable movies. Yeah. Like there's just one is a watchable movie and yeah. the others are, you know, a little less quality, more nostalgic yeah. than anything. Yeah. For the most part, like if, if I was bored on like a Saturday afternoon, if any of these movies were on TV, I would like probably watch it, you know, except if I got, if I turned on the Phantom Menace right in the middle of it, I don't know if I could do it. I might, I might turn off, I might move on, but you know, there are some highlights. I do think that the end lightsaber fight between Obi-Wan, Darth Maul, you know, and Qui-Gon dying is one of the best lightsaber fights of all time. I love that. But other than that, there's not a whole lot going on. And I wonder, obviously it doesn't make sense in the grand scheme of things. Since this is episode one, if someone picked up the Star Wars movies after never watching them ever and started with episode one, The Phantom Menace, I think they'd give up on the whole thing, right? <laughs> Probably. <Yeah. laughs> That'd be it. <laughs> Probably. Now, one of the threads I like to look at, uh, and I think this transfers a lot to the good, to what is a good movie and what is not, or what is a better movie, is when we introduce new characters. So I like mm. to look at new characters that we're introduced to when we look at each of the Star Wars movies. So obviously, episode one has a lot of new characters. Yeah. Um, and a lot of them, you know, There'll be mixed results. So there's, we, we meet young Anakin. Okay. I'm not a, not a big fan of. No, he's brutal. Okay. We meet uh, Padme. Doesn't do too much. He's okay. No. Uh, we meet Qui-Gon Jinn. Yeah. Okay. He's, fine. he's interesting, but he's yeah. kind of he's kind of bland. Kind of has a bad read on the whole situation with right. Anakin being the Messiah, the chosen one. Right. He really blew it there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we meet young Obi-Wan. Yeah, he's fun. Very fun. Yeah, he's probably the best. We meet Darth Maul. Okay. Who's obviously was was very popular. Yeah. He didn't really do too much in the movie. Didn't really speak. Right. He does yeah. more in the the cartoons than he yeah, does that's in, true. in uh, this movie. We meet um, we meet Captain Panaka. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget Captain Panaka. Right. Right. No, there was another. There's another big character we, we meet. And, Jar Jar. Uh, uh, yes, Jar Jar Binks. Yes. So we meet Jar Jar Binks. Yeah. Not not as great. The, is Jar Jar Binks the least favorite quote? Main character of all time, in like in any movie. Well, in the Star Wars, in the Star Wars universe, is he the least favorite? Well, if I would be hurt him or Rose from the Last <laughs> Jedi, but I like Rose. Yeah, Rose I think fine. people are a little. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm still yeah. The jury's still out on Rose for me. We'll see what happens here. To finish it off. <laughs> but for people compare Rose to Jojo, I think it's not fair. That's one is a Gungan. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Now we do have some a couple standout characters in the Phantom Menace. We meet Boss Nass. Okay, he's funny. <laughs> we meet Watto. Okay. Oh yeah, I like Watto. Red, <laughs> the boy, blue, his mother. That's we my meet Watto. 
we meet Zaboba. Oh, no one beats Zaboba. Zaboba always wins. I believe that's an impression of Wado talking about Zaboba. Right, but in the in the grand scheme of things, I think our main characters are kind of boring. Yeah. Uh, kind of bland. We don't care about them as much. And I think that is why it has come in at number 10. Absolutely. All right, number nine. Do we have any prediction? Number nine. Is it Attack of the Clones or is it anything else? Bump it off. I think it's, I mean, I thought Attack of the Clones was going to be number 10. So it makes sense that it would be here. Again, like, there is the recent hate for, like, The Last Jedi and Solo. Mm-hmm. So I do always think there is an outside chance that those are pretty low. But I would bet on this being Attack of the Clones. Okay, so just to tell you the scores here. So Phantom Menace scored a total of 2.96. 2.96 out of 10. And um, the this movie, which we don't know. I'm guessing Attack of the Clones, but I don't know. Uh, scored a 3.00. So only okay. 0.04 separate oh, these differences. So yeah. very close. Where 18% had this at number 10, 33% had at 9, 18% had this at 8, uh, 18% had this at 7. Uh, we had uh, a person put it at 5, a person put wow. it at 4, and someone put this as their number one oh movie. <laughs> Unbelievable. Questionable. Yeah. And this one comes in as Star Wars Episode 2. Attack of the Clones. Yeah, really, really no surprise here. No surprise at all. No surprise. Um, this one, it has some fun action near the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, there's some weird stuff going on. Yeah. We have uh, Anakin and Padme having <laughs> uh, romantic yeah. scenes on Naboo. We have Obi-Wan kind of wandering randomly with the tall-necked people. Yes. <laughs> Is that what they're actually called? Yes, the tall-necked people. We meet Count Dooku about halfway through the movie, and we don't really know anything about him. And it's just, you know, what is great about Attack of the Clones? I don't know. Not I guess, like, the most exciting part. You know, is there really that exciting part? I I guess when they're trapped in the Coliseum. Yes, and yes, all the Jedi definitely. come like that's by far like the most Jedi on screen you ever see at one time in the history of the show, and that's kind of fun. But that's probably the, honestly, I personally don't like Count Dooku at all. Right. Not in like a way where like oh he's a villain like I don't like him. He's I just personally like, I I think he's a terrible choice, terrible villain. He's too old. Like you have like the one thing I like about the prequels, if you know, there's not a lot. One thing I like about him is you have young Obi Wan, you have young Anakin, too young like athletically fit guys capable of having like incredible lightsaber fights that will be mm-hmm. really fun to watch we saw that with Darth Maul and then you have these two guys in kind of in their lightsaber fighting prime but then they go up against a 90 year old man Count Dooku <laughs> who's just useless and you when you watch Attack of the Clones they have to do a lot of fancy like cutting of the of the lightsaber fight to make it look exciting when really it's super it's super lame like they need to put a really a better villain in there Right, and the, the argument for the prequels that people have is that it has the best lightsaber fights, and so they do go over the top to try to do that. Obviously, yeah. we talked about Phantom oh, Menace. But they got Yoda. Oh, one Darth Maul. I forgot about that. That's, yeah, a, that's a highlight. The Yoda yeah. lightsaber fight against Dooku is is a highlight. Yeah, and so, but it's almost there's is there there's this amazing moment, yeah, where we get all the the Jedi and Genos, Genosis uh, whipping out their lightsabers and and. Whoa. 
dominating <laughs> there. Actually, they don't even dominate. They actually get destroyed quite a bit yeah. from this army. You would think, yeah. I know they're not an army, but you think that those Jedi coming. would do better than that, considering how much Darth Vader handled the rebel army yeah. uh, by himself. Yeah, that's but uh, I guess he was the chosen one. Yeah. Um, and then you get you do get the two-on-one battle, Anakin and Obi-Wan versus Count Dooku. And Dooku just wrecks them. Yeah, he wrecks them. Anakin <laughs> uh, has two lightsabers at one point. That's kind of yeah. cool. And then Yoda comes in. He uses a lightsaber. So they do. there's a lot of cool lightsaber stuff, and they're yeah. getting people what they want. We want to see yeah. more lightsaber action, and that's what they give them. Now, we think Morgana, go back to characters, new characters talked about. We don't like Count Dooku. Um, no. Not great. We get growing up Anakin. I'm going to count that as a new character. Yeah. I think this is another flaw of the movie. Somewhat growing up, yeah. How old is he here? Like a teenager? Uh, hard to say. Yeah, hard, hard to say. say. Um, but uh, it's been quite some time. He's yeah. all grown up. He's grown up quite a bit, it yeah, seems, from absolutely. The Phantom Menace. Yeah. Obi-Wan doesn't look that much different, surprisingly. <laughs> That's a joke? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and so that one hurts. Uh, what other new characters do we drop? Uh, in? Django Fett. Yeah, we, we see Django Fett. Baby Boba Fett. <laughs> yeah, well. Not uh, really baby. So we learn Django Fett. That's a Django Fett versus Obi-Wan fight. Um, so there are little things, but not a lot of new interesting things. Also, the Jedi. Here's my thing about the prequels, too. The Jedi in uh, the prequels are quite boring. They're yeah. very stoic. Yeah. They're all trying to be... Because because the way we, we learned about Jedi in the... Um, in the original trilogy was we learned Obi-Wan in a New Hope. He was very, you know, calm and stoic. And then Luke as a Jedi in Return of the Jedi, where he's, again, tried to be very calm, talking to Jabba mm-hmm. and all of them. Although he has much more emotion in him later on in the movie. <laughs> yeah. uh, but the, a lot of these characters, Yoda, Mace Windu, um, you know, the guy with the giant head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, Kit Fitzo, yeah. all these guys, all these Jedi, they're very emotionless and we don't learn anything interesting about them. Yeah. Uh, and I get it, they're supposed to be free of emotion, but like Yoda in Empire Strikes Back, he's super funny, mm-hmm. and Last Jedi too, he's super funny, he's super silly. Yeah, he's a comic relief there. For right. Sure. But here he has, he lost all his personality. Which is weird because he was younger here too. You think he'd have more personality. You think he'd be a lot more like Baby Yoda. Right. <laughs> Which... Which I know we're not ranking the Mandalorian, but let's just say, let's go ahead and say that Baby Yoda is the greatest character in the history of Star Wars. We're talking about introducing new characters. Yeah. Talking about Mandalorian, who every episode yeah. introduces a new character, yeah, whether, it's, awesome. whether it's IG 11, yeah. whether it's I've Spoken Guy, whether it's <laughs> Baby Yoda, yeah. whether it's uh, Gina Carano, yeah. uh, or the Mandalorian himself. Even or that, that assassin last in the newest episode, no spoilers, hopefully. I don't know her name. What's her name? The assassin. Oh, uh, the assassin was cool. And then even, yeah. but even the guy he worked alongside yeah. the guy that went against Absolutely. him. Um, the the thick uh, Mandalorian guy. <laughs> the heavy. The heavy. heavy is the correct term. Sorry, sorry. Offensive <laughs> there. Uh, new characters is what makes uh, characters that you fall in love with. Yeah. All right. Let's jump on here. We're good with, we're good with Attack of the Clones. Oh, yeah. Let's get out of here. Okay. For the record, yeah, I had Attack of the Clones as my number 10. I had Phantom Menace as my number nine. Let's get into number eight here. Number eight here. And so this is where it could get interesting because uh, Revenge of the Sith is long been known as the best prequel movie. Okay. Not saying not, too yeah, much. Not a huge reward. Not saying too much. Um, and then we have these new movies here. We got Solo. We got Last Jedi. Um, you know, could something else fall in there? Um Last year, and I rankings Return of the Jedi fell quite a bit. Um, I know you had had a, have a really high Force Awakens. It's been it's been a few years now yeah. since Force Awakens has been out. So how does that set well with people? I think people think 
pretty much all the haters, all the sequel trilogy haters I talk to, they always they always tell me, oh yeah, but but I liked Rogue One. Rogue One was a great movie. Right. So so I have a hard time seeing Rogue One fall yeah. into here. Um, it seems to have a nice reverence. But what what do you think? What do you think falls in here? Um, I think Revenge of the Sith is the most likely to be here. I do think that there is a chance for I still again the Last Jedi to creep up here. Um, for me, this is where I think. You know, I think those bottom two are in kind of a tier of their own. Mm-hmm. And then I think it's very interchangeable for the remaining eight. I think there is like an upper echelon of the of the top eight. But I don't think the rest of the remaining eight movies are that far apart. Maybe Revenge of the Sith is down here. Maybe some of the, some of the you know, solo stories, not necessarily solo movie, but the, the spinoff movies right. could be down here. But yeah, I, think, I don't think they're that far off. But I think this is probably Revenge of the Sith. That's what I would say. I would say Revenge of the Sith too. Now, to tell what the total scores were, Phantom Menace got 2.96. Attack of the Clones got 3.00. So very tight, as you said there. And then a full point jump, 4.0, for the number eight movie here, which had 40% put it at number 10, 11% put it at 9, 7% put it at 8, 18% put it at uh, 7, then 22% put it at 6, 25% put it at 5, and zero votes for it being first, second, third, or fourth. That's interesting. Because someone had Attack of the Clones number one, right? Right. And that's the thing where these, and we didn't get a huge sample size, where if some people put their movies as number one or number oh, two, yeah, it, it could really spike the things right. where this one had spread uh, between movies five and ten. Okay. Movies five and ten. And the movie that comes in number eight in our standings is Solo. A Star Wars story. Wow. Han, what do you think about that? Oh, my gosh. Uh, let's see. But uh, everything's perfectly all right now. We're fine. We're all fine here now. Thank you. How are you? <laughs> Han seems to be okay with it. Um, you know, I actually had this as my number eight as well. And this was really hard for me because this does not, it's not an indictment on the movie. I don't think it's that bad at all. I actually really like solo Star Wars story but for me like i said this is where i get into a territory where i really like the remaining eight movies a lot mm-hmm. and they're all very very close for me it was really painful for me to put this here but um yeah this is where i have it i, I think it's a great movie i think it i think it was unfortunate uh timing when they released it i think it was probably i know this is the point that you've made before but i think i think they needed to wait a little bit on it because i do think it's really fun but it's just in the middle of so much star wars coming out the whole new trilogy rogue one all this going on and then solo in the middle of it in a weird kind of spring release that i just don't think it it hit that hard with people right see now i'm a big fan of solo star wars i think this is way too low for it Mm. and i think it has everything you want uh in a star wars film i guess minus uh lightsabers there is one lightsaber i guess but it's not really used Mm. um but I think this is a, a great movie. Now, people will say, oh, you know, the, the argument is, oh, who, we, who, we never needed a solo movie. We never needed a solo movie. We don't need any. Yeah, we don't need any movies. Of these movies. <laughs> They're for our entertainment. Yeah. And when I went and I watched it, I was very, very entertained. I loved it. Yeah. In the movie, I think it's great pacing. I think they have a lot of great moments. Um, the Kessel Run. Yeah, that was fun. Kessel Run is great. They, they do the train heist, which is fun. And then the ending scene where there's lots of twists and turns. Um, 
I think I think is really well too. And we talk about the characters. We talk about characters here. Obviously, Han isn't a new character, but he's played by a new actor, and mm-hmm. I and I liked his sort of pizzazz that he put to yeah. it. Uh, Donald Glover's uh, portrayal yeah. of Lando really was was really good. And uh, we met some fun fun new characters in Elf Three. Yeah, Elf Three was fun. awesome. Yeah, really good. Amelia Clark's character, right? Yeah, Kira. Yeah, she's Kira. Good. She was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought um, Woody Harrelson. He was he was a fun character, yeah, right? Fun, yeah. Nothing amazing, but I thought he was fun. And the villain, um, the villain's name. Whose his name is slipping my mind. Oh, Talking yeah. about Star Wars expert here, <laughs> uh, played by the actor who plays Vision. Um, I thought he was he was a good villain as well. And I also really like Enfy's Nest. And at the end there, there was a lot of twists where Enfy's Nest turned oh, out man, to be yeah. good pe- good people. Mm-hmm. Right, they were fighting for the rebellion. And uh, Woody Harrelson he walks away from them. He twists them, but then he comes back, backstabs them. But then Han saw it coming. And then they sort of, he sort of turns on everybody else. Yeah. Um, and then Kira turns away from Han and turns towards Darth Maul. Yeah. It was crazy. I actually think it was really fun. You're right. It, and I think if this was not, let's just picture this not as a Star Wars movie, mm-hmm. just like a random movie. Like the plot's awesome. It's really fun. Mm-hmm. It's really, I think that's why people don't like it though, is because they just have expectations for what Star Wars movies should be right. and how Han should be portrayed. I know a lot of people get up, think that Han should be more of a jackass like more of a kind of a dick almost right you know because he does start a new hope and even into empire a bit as being more of a scoundrel more selfish very obviously in a new hope very self-absorbed until the end of it when he comes back so i think people wanted to see han more like that in this movie and not try to be so much of a good guy but i think that's i think that's the issue a lot of people have with it but i think the movie on its own is really fun yeah well i think you get you get grumpier with older age as you would know okay well <laughs> what um <laughs> But but I remember just yeah, in the, especially the the castle run scene when they're escaping uh, that mine and they're flying through in the Millennium Falcon. I remember just sitting in the theater and being like, man, this is a lot mm-hmm. of fun. Yeah, the visuals were amazing, really fun. Right, and I was thinking about it because I think a lot about okay, how you talked about introducing people to Star Wars. You wouldn't want to do it episode one, right? Um, you think episode four would pro- would be that's how people do it, but episode four is kind of slow. And I think about mm-hmm. what if you introduce people to Star Wars with Solo, a yeah. Star Wars because it's the newest, has the best technology, right? And it kind of just gets you into that that area, that mood, and you could even go to Rogue One from there, yeah, and then go into four, five, six from there before digging in the prequels. I think it'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, I think uh, you know, I actually think I'd lead people towards the Mandalorian as my as the first thing. <laughs> the Mandalorian has a lot of can you tell I like the Mandalorian Easter eggs though yeah, that you wouldn't appreciate as much. Even, even the Mandalorian himself. Right. right. Yeah. Anyways. Right. And learning about the Jawas and learning mm-hmm. about you know even yeah. seeing those little pit droids. Yeah. There'd be can. a lot of questions you'd have watching. There's <laughs> anyway. just a lot of fun little things I think add to our enjoyment of it that yeah. maybe other people don't. Yeah. All, All right. right. But that's solo Star Wars movie. So coming in at eight, I, you know, I'm a little disappointed. Although yeah. then again, where would it fall in? Like other than Revenge of the Sith, what movie would people put it above? I'm not sure. Now yeah. this is where we get into tricky territory again. Is it Revenge of the Sith or is it something new? Is it Last Jedi? Is it Star Wars story? Is it uh, even Return of the Jedi, which mm-hmm. was a low uh, original last time. What do you think happens here at number seven? Um, I think we got to get into Revenge of the Sith. I think it's about time. I could see Revenge of the Sith having crazy like variation. I could see people having it like top three. I could mm-hmm. also see people having it 10. So I think it kind of fits in nicely here in kind of the middle of the bottom half. Right. Yeah. Right. And so this uh, one here that comes in at number seven. So... Solo was score, scored a score of 4.0, and this one here scores 4.19. So very close, mm. close again here in iPolls. We're 18% had this at number 10, so last again. 11% had it at 9. 18% had it at 8. 
11% had it at 7. 7% had it at 6. Uh, we had an outlier who had this at 4. Oh, sorry, at 5. We had a few people, five people put this at 4. Wow. And three people put this at number three. Wow. So now looking at these numbers, I'm actually quite worried about what, what, what falls This could be here. something really good, actually. This, you know, could, this could end up being, I could see it being The Last Jedi. I could see it being Rogue One. Uh, knowing that you didn't fill out the survey because you would have had it at number one. <laughs> but I could see this being Rogue One. I could see it being Return of the Jedi. Would I have had it at number one? <laughs> yeah, there were know. two new movies. That's true. That's a good point. It'll be interesting. Yeah. There are two new movies. I'm nervous about this. Let's see what happens. Your, your final call. I'm calling Revenge of the Sith. Are you calling? I'm calling Revenge of the Sith also. Okay. It is Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith. No! <laughs> <laughs> there we All go. Right. Okay, so right, we got some it. people have this at three and four is crazy to me. That's incredible. I had, for the record, I had this exactly at number seven so far. I've been right on the consensus with everyone except for. The 9 and 10, which is whatever. Those 9 and 10 was so But Revenge yeah. of the Sith comes in at number 7. I think no surprise here. Yeah. Uh, Consider the best prequel movie. I think mainly because of Obi-Wan versus Anakin. Yeah, the ending is unbelievable. The last like 25 minutes of the movie is really fun. Right. They have the, the twist as well, which... Which is tough when you're working with a prequel movie, but the twist, obviously, that the clones turned against yeah. the Jedi. You know something's going to go wrong, right? You know something's going to happen, but it still was a well-executed... Uh, thing there it starts off hot too they have a nice uh space battle and then they kill count dooku really quickly mm-hmm. and you get to see anakin do something very villainous right away which is cut the head off of yeah. uh, your favorite count dooku <laughs> um and then we dig into some more of anakin being sort of very disappointed oh. uh he doesn't get to be on the council he has to meet with palpatine and it's just all from there it's just a quick quick turn 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 uh, which is quite interesting. I think it's almost too too quick of a turn in some ways. Yeah, it's almost a little, uh, not to bring more controversy here, it's almost a bit of Game of Thrones-esque in how quick the turn is. Okay. And, and how Daenerys turned so quickly to the dark side, you know, just like just like Anakin did. Did you think we were going to be talking about that parallel today? No, I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> I actually didn't either. It just kind of came to mind. It makes sense um, that Anakin just quickly goes to the dark side and they kind they try to paint the picture that it's the only way to save Padme. But uh, yeah, I think it happens really fast. I don't think there are enough eggs planted in the previous prequels mm-hmm. to really let this hit home. But it happens within like a matter of like maybe like 45 minutes. Right. They, they show up like in Attack of the Clones, like he's, he doesn't really listen to Obi-Wan that much. He acts mm-hmm. before he thinks, that mm-hmm. sort of thing. But well, yeah. It's just like adolescent behavior more than anything. Right. You know? But it's for something, a twist that we know is coming. Yeah. We know by the end of this movie, he's supposed to turn into Darth Vader. It even still comes off quite shocking. Yeah, so it's yeah. kind of weird. Kind of weird. We think he would be built up a bit more. But this one does have um, one of the best lightsaber sequences that we've talked about, and that's Anakin versus Obi-Wan. Yeah. I love it. I, mean, I remember when we, you and I were kids after we watched this, we used to reenact this in our household all the time and yell in each other's face, you were supposed to be the chosen one. <laughs> and our parents were like, what's going on down there? Yes, but I had the high ground. Well, oh, you, can't, you can't beat that. I know I tried. Well, another, well, one, <laughs> well that's my dog barking outside. Um, another, another part that I really love that is a highlight of this movie that's really a low light, if you think about it, okay. is we see in this movie, by far, the two worst Jedis. In the history of the Jedi Order, okay, just get absolutely dusted by the Emperor. Like, right, they don't do anything. This is, okay. If you want to know what I'm talking about, just YouTube the two worst Jedi's ever. It'll be the first thing you see. 
watch as Palpatine comes in and how fast he kills them without them trying to do anything. It's comical. Right. And that's what we're talking about another old man doing doing too much powerful stuff. Unbel- yeah. He's like he's an old man, he can barely move, but then all of a sudden he just destroys these two Jedi's who are supposed to be these great warriors. It's just ridiculous. These Jedi too, they're supposed to be on the council as well. So they're, <laughs> yeah. they're some of the, the best. They're the best of the best. The Jedi. They're just done instantly. Four on one. Yeah. At least Samuel Jackson, you know, not only does he put up Samuel Jackson, his name is actually Mace Windu. <laughs> Um, he puts up a really good fight. He's actually winning the right. fight against the Emperor until Anakin turns on him. You would think these other two guys, along with, uh, I almost called him Samuel Jackson again, Mace Windu, if they all actually put their powers together, they could just destroy Palpatine. Right. Like, Mace Windu, you take point. Okay. Okay. We'll watch your back. Right. Right. We got, we're three Jedi. We should be able, I know you're a Sith Lord. This yeah. is a Sith Lord. Yeah. But we should be able to handle this but guy. But they just die instantly. Now Yoda can't even Yoda doesn't even really beat the emperor either. Which is interesting when you think about if you like if you got really nerdy about this and right. you thought about who is the most powerful Jedi. Right. Because you see like obviously Mace Windu like is in total control of him. So, but then Yoda never really gets a good chance to kill right. him. So is it Mace Windu? It must be Mace but Windu. But Anakin kills Mace Windu. Yeah, but he kinda like cheap shots him. Well, I mean he's vulnerable. Yeah, exactly. He's he's he, I guess he had the high ground. But Obi Wan beat Anakin. Woo! But then Anakin Dead. later beats Obi Wan. Exactly. And then, and then Luke beats Darth Vader. <laughs> and Darth Vader beats the Emperor. Exactly. So I think we've, di- we've discovered that Kit Fitzo. <laughs> so Kit Fitzo, it's the green Jedi. Yep. And you can YouTube this as well. Yeah. Um, Star Wars, but only Kit Fitzo okay. scenes. It's about a minute and a half video. That's fun. And it just shows the scenes of Kit Fitzo. There's also some really, like speaking of that, and this is getting like, super nerdy now. Like There's really fun. I know we've watched them together. Scenes where you can watch only the space battles all in concession back to back. And it's really fun. Anyways, yeah, so if you want, really want to nerd out, that's what you can do. Uh, we'll talk about, again, new characters that drop in um, Revenge of the Sith. Not that many, actually. Mm. We get, obviously, more from guys like Mace Windu or the Emperor. Um, but the really, the we get General Grievous. Okay. General yeah, Grievous. He's, okay. he's a fun a, fight with Who has uh, a coughing Obi-Wan. problem yeah. um, and can use four lightsabers. Um, you get the fun uh, Obi Wan memed line a lot, which is "Hello there." <laughs> that's a popular meme. It's a, that's a good line. That's classic. Yeah, um, but they don't get a lot of other new characters. I don't believe so. But um, one one that you do get is you get political Jar Jar Binks. Right. <laughs> He's right. moved into politics. Yeah, and he He's moved away on. from uh, from the Gungan world. What's it called again? Uh, I don't. I don't know if they have underworld. I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, he's moved, and he's moved into the political side of things. Well, there we go. That's my conversation on Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, probably too, did, probably did we, too long. Did we talk about Revenge of the Sith? Really? I'm not probably sure. So Revenge of the Sith comes in, number seven. Now we get the top six, baby. So we still got the original. So now it's just we have original trilogy. We have the two sequel trilogy movies, Force Awakens and Last Jedi. And we got that Rogue One, a Star Wars story. This is where we could go any which it way. It could honestly go anywhere. I think anything can show up here except for one movie. I won't say what I think that is. I think maybe if you're... A big Star Wars fan, you know what that that I'm thinking of, but I think just about anything could show up here. Okay, and just looking at this poll here, it's a, again a pretty tight gap. Only point uh, three four three three points separate this movie that comes in at six and the movie that was seven. Do you have a prediction of what this movie is? I do. I would go with Rogue One here or The Last Jedi, but I guess if I was betting, I would bet on Rogue One showing up here. Okay, um, but I, I I don't we'll see we'll, I won't I won't comment any further than that. So we had fourteen percent put this at ten, fourteen percent put it at, f- at nine. 10? Uh, we had seven percent put it at eight, seven percent put it at seven. 
We had 22% put this at six. Then we had some people put it at five. Some people put it at four. Some wow, people put it at three. Everywhere. Some people put it at two. But nobody put it at number one. So it had rankings from two all the way to ten. Unbelievable. But no number one rankings here. And I'm not sure what this is going to be. Um, so let's see what happens. All right. Let's see what happens. This is Star Wars Episode Eight: The Last Jedi here comes in mm. at number six. Yeah, and I'm not I'm not shocked by this. I honestly could have seen it come in as low as number eight overall. Um, very controversial. I think, you know, in my opinion, takes a big step back from Force Awakens. I like. I, you know what I do like about it is it's it's very different from the Force Awakens, mm-hmm. which I like. I don't like cookie cutter even if it's among the same banner even if it's all star wars i don't want it to be all the same like i feel the same way about like as much as i like star wars i like marvel movies a ton also and i don't like when those are like cookie cutter and all kind of the same so i do like how the last jedi goes in a completely different direction maybe they shouldn't have gone to the casino world maybe they shouldn't have done so much of the of the ray and the kylo ren kind of telekinesis communicating that was kind of weird but uh I, i get why it's here it's very polarizing overall i think it's a it's a fun movie though for me though, uh, I don't get I don't get the the hate mm-hmm. for this movie. I can get the not my cup of tea. Sure, but the hate. This is worse than Attack of the Clones, Phantom no, Menace. That's, that's too far. Yeah, I have mean, you seen the Phantom Menace? <laughs> they do not hold up together. But I see me. I'm a big Last Jedi fan yeah. actually, and even the I understand the debate on the Canto bite scene, but even that kind of grows on me that, a yeah. bit. I think the execution of it, the um, the visuals of it is almost too overproduced, yeah, I think, yeah. which is funny because they they did build, they, it looks all CGI, but they actually built that whole casino and mm. they actually had many people in costumes. But we see a lot of, it looks like a lot, it's very CGI filled and I guess with those with those big animals, the fat ears yeah. or something like that, um, they're not as great. But me, I like the Luke arc actually. A lot of people yeah. want more super super uh, hero Luke Skywalker. They want him to be the this this guy who's unstoppable Jedi now after yeah. all these years. But I like the flawed hero of Luke Skywalker, and I like how he's afraid because he's screwed up so much. And again, when you become older, right? When things come happen, when when time travels through you, you change. Yeah. You change as a person, and you go through traumatic things, and they affect you. And uh, Luke's training of Kylo Ren and his failure there, and his recognition that maybe he's a lot more like his father mm. than he'd like to admit, even though he never backed down on the Return of the Jedi. I think that's cool for him, and I get it. You know, some people may not like it as much, but I like that. But I actually really love in this movie Kylo Ren, and Kylo I think I think his sort of. Um, all over the place, um, sort of. At times he looks like he's good. At times he looks like he's bad. Um, he's all out for himself. And I think Kylo Ren is is this very complex character and a type of character you don't get a lot in Star Wars. Now, there's not actually a lot of complex characters mm-hmm. outside of maybe Han Solo um, and then Darth Vader in Return of the Jedi, I guess. But he's more so and so. But I think Kylo Ren is a very complex character, and I really like him in this movie. And I think this movie also has the best. Lightsaber yeah. scene. Yeah, I think I think it's right there. 
him and Ray taking on the, the Red Guardians. Right. I don't think that's what they're actually called. That's the, anyway, that's a different movie. But uh, <laughs> taking on, take on Snoke's uh, henchmen, unbelievable. So much fun. So well done. Their outfits are, the bad guys' outfits are awesome. They have really cool weapons. Like one guy has like a nunchuck type lightsaber thing. Guys have like dagger ones. Guys have longer ones. And there's some really good uh, teamwork and collaboration from Kylo and Ray as they're fighting there, passing lightsabers back and forth with the Force. Really fun. Right. And so I think it's fun. The fact that they team up is great. And you think, oh, they'd be joined together. Yeah. And then you realize, Big no, twist. Kylo's just sort of making this maneuver to get further up top. Self-interested. Um, the, the thing that I would say with, with Last Jedi is that I think it would be better. It, it takes place literally right after Force Awakens. And I think it would be better if it uh, was a few months later. Mm-hmm. It could pretty much be the exact same movie just a few months later. And because what happens is, what Ryan Johnson does, and he does it, is, is this main, all these main characters, Ray, Poe, Finn, and Kylo, um, they all go through um, big character development. From If you look at from the start of Force Awakens to the end of Last Jedi, they all sort of grow mm-hmm. in some sort of way, where Kylo becomes more selfish for himself. Um, Ray realizes you know, what the true meaning of the Force is. Finn understands that he's not as he understands why we have to go to this battle. He's he's again not as selfish. And Poe understands what a true leader means to be. Mm. But if you think about the time frame from the start of First Awakens to the end of Last Jedi, it's only like a few weeks. Right. It's that's a lot of character development to happen. As we say, the Luke character development happened over thirty years. Right. Where this happens over a few weeks. Where I think if it you know if it was a six month gap between the two movies, um, in real in their time or whatever, then this character development would make more sense mm-hmm. and I would understand it more. So that's the one thing that I would change about it. I get the Canto Bite stuff, but uh, otherwise, I'm a fan. Yeah, no, it's it's really fun. I love the ending ending scenes where they're all where Luke comes out and dusts off the mm-hmm. all the blasters. Mm-hmm. That was really really fun. Like, kind of like you anticipated. Like, is Luke actually gonna like get into a battle here for the first time since the original trilogy? Right. And he's out there in like whatever spirit or ghost form. But yeah. even so, it's still really really fun. Mm-hmm. It's really great at seeing Ray use the Force to help them all escape. Right. And I love the ending of it actually. I really love the ending how they give the little kid has the little medallion of the resistance and they're talking about how this represents hope for them right. and it really sets up this last movie which I think is going to do what you just suggested that The Last Jedi does. I think it's going to have a big time jump yeah. and it's going to give, give us a lot of time as they're preparing for this final push from the resistance. So I thought the ending was really good. Um, it was really fun. Yeah. Right. Now the one thing that I'll say as far as like, my, my big theme here is new characters. And so we, the only real new characters, we get two new, two new characters mainly. That's Rose Tico. Actually we get three. We get Rose Tico who, uh, again, you know, kind of, I think is a good, is a interesting character. I think she gets too much, the actress gets too much undeserved hate. Yeah. People uh, need to calm down. Um, <laughs> sending hate mail to an actress who's yeah. just doing her job. I'm getting paid for it. Um, then there is Vice Admiral Holdo who I think is, you know, questionable. And some people don't like that light speed scene, but yeah. I love it, uh, where she blows it all up. There is the, um, the, well, the, he's played by uh, Benicio. Oh, Toro, yeah, yeah. That, the, that like guy. the smuggler guy or whatever. Yeah, yeah, who helps them. So those are the new characters. So those characters, none of them really stand out as new characters. Yeah. Which when we talk about Force Awakens, I think what's making Force Awakens so good is the... Let's not forget uh, maybe my new favorite character in The Last Jedi, which is the Porgs. The Porgs. The Porgs are some of the cutest. And the little like minion guys who live on Luke Skywalker's mountain. Yes, the ca- the caretakers. The caretakers are so uh, funny. On, on Act 2. <laughs> um, very good. So that is that is The Last Jedi. It came in at number six. And so now we still have left. We have the original trilogy. 
We have Rogue One. We got Force Awakens. Um, what do we think is going to happen here? So this is sort of where... So I think if we looked at our rankings from the last time we did this, it went Empire One, then it went Rogue One, then it went Force Awakens, <laughs> then A New Hope, then Return of the Jedi. So if we're looking off our last rankings, this would be Return of the Jedi here. Well, I know for sure Rogue One will not be number one this time. Well, I have a hunch anyways, because for one... We have way more people filling out the survey, and it doesn't include you putting it at number one. So I think there's a very good chance that um, Rogue One shows up here. Um, for the record, I had Last Jedi at number six, so I wasn't far off. Still right around the consensus with everyone. Mm -hmm. But I'm feeling like Rogue One could show up here. Uh, I do think Return of the Jedi could show up here, the first of the original trilogy. Right. But um, yeah, I think those are the, the front runners for this spot here. Yeah, I think I'll go. I mean, Force Awakens could be here too. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I'll predict Return of the Jedi. I'm just going to say it's going to go similar to the last one, but who knows? Okay. And so let's see the gap here. So a sizable gap here, over about a point and a half okay. more here. So we really have a clear-cut top five here. Top five. Top five, baby. Um, and this one here, okay, interesting results. So we have, it's almost just a few votes. There's a few votes for it for 10, 9, 8, 7. And then the most of its votes, 18% and 22% have it voted as number five or number six. And then there's a few votes for fourth, um, for third, for second, and even two votes for number one. Cool. So we actually have our first number one votes yeah, coming in here. And so that sort of ro ramps it up a bit okay. as far as what is the top movie. And again, I think people putting any of these movies at last place, it's a bit shocking, it's but it crazy. is your opinion. That's true. And I think because there's number ones here, man, unless you really convinced people last time that Rogue One could be number one, I can't imagine that Rogue One number one's is this movie. Number right ones now. and number tens. That's great. That's very polarizing. So I can't see it being any of the originals. I can't see it being Force Awakens. It's got to be Rogue One. You think it's Rogue One? Even people though think Rogue One's the tenth. I don't know. The worst I mean, Star Wars movie. I can't believe people would go as far as worst or the best. That's <laughs> insane. I thought I don't know if any of these movies for me could jump that much, but. Uh, Oh, this is tough. I'm gonna go. With, I'm gonna go with Rogue One here. Okay, I'm gonna say Return of the Jedi. Okay, Return of the Jedi, and it is Star Wars. We're both wrong. <laughs> Star Wars, Episode Seven: The Force Awakens. Unbelievable! Wow, I, I get that actually. I actually really get that. You get like the, the gap between. I it? get the gap because okay, this is the first of the new trilogy, which many purists say should have never happened. So those are the <laughs> kind of people who are putting it at number ten. Visually, like I think it's amazing, and maybe like one of the best, one of the best visual movies. It's of the Star Wars movies, really fun, really well done. I love it. I think it's really a joy to watch. But uh, I get why some people have it at ten. It's it's that purest thing. I think it does parallel A New Hope a lot. I think on purpose. Right. There's um a lot of nostalgia for that, which I think a lot of people who are diehard Star Wars fans don't like for mm -hmm. whatever reason. Mm -hmm. But um, that's that's crazy. I'm. I guess it makes sense that we're showing up here. What is it? Number five. Number five. Yeah, so, so still very respectable. Yeah, very I get respectable. That. Uh, um, again, I think lots of the the thing that I think that's so great about Force Awakens and what's carried for me the sequel trilogy and what has me so excited uh, for a week from today is the the new characters yeah. and how quickly uh, I fell in love with all the new characters: yeah. Ray and Finn and and Poe, uh, BB-8 oh, and man. and Kylo. Those five, those core five, brand new, all new characters, mm -hmm. and all, all excellent characters that I, I really enjoy watching. And so I think that sort of put me on the top there. Plus, you get Han Solo back uh, with Chewie, and I think they were uh, at prime. 
<laughs> that's the Chewbacca. <laughs> they were at that prime form. And I think I that know. really helped. Sorry. <laughs> Hans is jumping in here. Hans is jumping in here. And so I think that was really great. I think it added to a lot of fun for this movie. Yeah, Force Awakens is, is awesome. I, I really like it. And um, like Finn is awesome. Like he's so fun. Him, I, I think one of my favorite scenes in maybe all the Star Wars movies, I don't know, this is a big thing. I got to think about it more. But off the top of my head, I love when they're fixing the Millennium Falcon and then uh, Ray's underground. So you can't really see her, but Finn's like, petitioning with bb-8 to tell ray where the base is and he gives him the thumbs up with his lighter it's just like so much fun i think all the characters have such good chemistry together finn's like you got a boyfriend key boyfriend key boyfriend (laughs) the chemistry is so good together i love the new character it's it's amazing how quickly i came to love them right because i I didn't feel that way about a lot of the new characters that show up in like the prequels yes obviously they fix their mistakes here right and they get they give them a lot of a lot of character and a lot of intrigue in that way and that they're not just they're not just bland people but that they they have some some characteristics to them that are quite enjoyable i think my one of my favorite scenes is when the resistance reappears on mm-hmm. that planet uh, where Maz Maz Kanata is, and they come in with their with their X wing in full force. Yeah, that's the first time you see them, right? The yeah, and movie. you get to sort of see this this resistance, this rebellion uh, type army, this rebel alliance type army, which is now the resistance, mm-hmm. but at full force coming in, and they just kick the butt out of the first order to the fact that they have to retreat. Yeah, and you don't see that. You don't see the the bad guys retreat in Star Wars. So it's yeah. fun. Like, yeah, here we go. Now we're yeah. getting some good action here. So that's the Force Awakens. And I, what I, I really love too about it is it's obviously very new. And at the time, it was the newest Star Wars movie. And and the things that we love about Star Wars are like the, the, the lightsabers and the sound, it, hold on, the sound it makes, which is like this. And then when it hits another lightsaber and, and when you hear guns fire and everything, and, and it was always like fun in the originals and even in the prequels, but it was always like a little bit not the best like sound quality. But when you watch The Force Awakens, the sound quality of it makes it so much more epic because you get you get into like the newer school technology and it just makes everything so much more amazing, especially when you're watching in the theater surround sound. It's just like unbelievable. Right. Yeah. So I'm a big sequel trilogy fan. It's because of The Force Awakens. Yeah. And then we jump into now, this, let's just jump into number four. And again, another big gap, another full point total up to this one. And where we had two people put this at number 10. Oh my God. But no one put it at eight or nine. So I think we have two haters okay. <laughs> on whatever movie this is, right? Because it doesn't seem to have that even distribution. Okay. Then we have uh, some votes for, se- for seven, six, five, four. But a lot of the votes, actually, we have, okay, this is interesting. We have five. First place votes for this one. Wow. Uh, a few second place, a few third place, seven fourth place. So it is very top heavy. But uh, oh. so a lot of people have this at number one. And I guess we will. I would imagine. So this is, so this is the original trilogy and this is Rogue One. Force Awakens got two first place votes as well. So I would imagine that all these five movies will get some first place votes. Yeah, you think for sure. And just for the record, uh, if you're following at home, uh, at number six, I personally had Rogue One. At number five, I had The Last Jedi. For me, The Force Awakens, I had at number four. So I was a little bit off the consensus here, these last couple. So what do you say? Do you think Do you think this is an original trilogy movie? Is this Return of the Jedi? Is this A New Hope? Oh, or man. does Rogue One, a Star Wars movie, drop in here? I don't think it's going to be Empire or A New Hope, which makes me believe it's obviously one of the other two, Return of the Jedi or Rogue One. I just I can't imagine people putting any of the original trilogy at number 10. Right. That's really hard for me to believe. Um, 
Unfortunately, I think it might be Rogue One. And I, if we if it is Rogue One, I'll tell you what I think about that movie. But I'm going to go with Rogue One here. All right. Let's find out and see what it is. It is, in fact, Rogue One, a Star Wars story coming in at number four, mm. maybe handicapped a bit by those couple last place votes. It'd be yeah. interesting to see yeah, it could have been if really we high. took those out. Uh, what would happen there? If Was there some, um, you know, some... Some dirty play happening there. <laughs> yeah. Or is this, do we have some people who truly believe that Rogue One, a Star Wars story, is the worst Star Wars movie? And that's a ice cold take, if that's you. There's no way Rogue One is, is the worst movie of the Star Wars. I think it's amazing. I have it uh, at number six. But again, like that was really hard for me. I love Rogue One. I think in the last like three years... I've watched Rogue One more than any other Star Wars movie. Okay. When I'm bored at home on like a Sunday afternoon, of course, if there's no football on or anything, I'll put Rogue One on the background over almost any Star Wars movie. Like right. quite frequently. I really enjoy it. I think it's a lot of fun. Fun. And and 18% of the people also put this at number one. Wow. Right? So there is some, high, yeah. some love for it. And we'll talk about new characters again, dropping in. All these new characters that all of a sudden we care about. They're whether, all brand new, basically. Yeah, yeah. Whether it's Generoso. Cassian yeah. Andor, K25SO. Oh my gosh, right? one of the best characters of all time. Right? Yeah. Churrit and Baze, uh, these two guys coming in together. Even the pilot, awesome. Bodie yeah. Rourke. Um, all these guys are coming in and you, you care about them. And you feel like, yeah, like this is the rebellion. Yeah. And how close they were to... How close they were to screwing this up, right? <laughs> yeah. And if they didn't, I think I get nervous watching the movie because they come so close to not getting these plans. Yeah. And even in the very end, when they beam them up and Darth Vader is fighting the rebels, yeah, they barely get it. They barely yeah. get like it. Like that last like uh, red shirt guy barely <laughs> gets it through the door before yeah. he gets diced up by a Darth Vader. But it's really fun, and I think this just shows like the amazing storytelling that the creators of this movie had because in a new hope, like how quickly they mentioned like some brave people died to get these plans. Right. And they made a whole movie off of that one line. Right. Right. They kind of yada yada in the, in a new hope, but then they make a whole epic movie where you love the characters. You love the story. The last like 45 minutes is like an episode or not an episode. It's like watching like almost like, like saving private Ryan where they're on the beach and they're storming and they're trying to get in there. Like unbelievable stuff. The characters you love, you hate to see, like it just breaks your heart when like when Churret dies, when right. he sacrificed himself, they go push the button. Right. Like it's just like, Oh, the, the pilot who's on the ship, he's the one who stays behind. He ends up dying. And just like, Oh, it's so many feels watching that movie. And eventually, obviously everyone dies in the end, but yeah. it goes to show like, Man, I was like tied in to see Jin go down, to see Cassian. I love Cassian. Such a great character. So much fun. We also forgot about Galen or so. Galen or so. Jin or so's dad. Yeah, he's fine. <laughs> and Saw Gerrera. Yeah. Um, but we also get to see, of course, Darth Vader be the best Darth Vader he's ever been. Yeah, we see him in his prime because you never really get to Because again, when we see him in A New Hope, it's like not at the peak of like movie making, you know, yes. like it's really fun. He's, he's kind of walking around. You see him fight old man, Obi-Wan, but you never really get to see him in his prime in a lightsaber fight. And so that was like a lot of uh, pandering to the crowd, but mm. man, it was amazing. It was right. so much fun. It makes me think maybe they should have had Anakin uh, when he tore up the Jedi temple. Maybe they should have hit him just go ham on people. It would have been fun. Although maybe that wouldn't have been kid friendly yeah, well, for him to kill a bunch of younglings. Yeah. Um, so that is it here. Rogue one. Are we happy with that? Yeah, it was fun. And you know, spoiler alert, actually, uh, Saw, is his name Saw? Yeah, yeah. He shows up in uh, the video game. Oh, okay. Anyways, well, there we you go. guys playing the Fallen Order. He's there we up. go. There we go. <laughs> um, when does the video game take place then? 
You know, I was really confused. I thought it was similar to The Mandalorian, but then Saw shows up. Right. So it makes me think it's a similar time to Rogue One. It has to be, I yeah. guess, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, right. actually, no, I think it's actually after... Oh, no, that makes sense because the Jedi are all gone. Yeah, it's called Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah, and, and Sagura dies yeah. in Rogue One. Yeah, so it's got to so be just before be... Rogue One. Yeah. yeah, unless it's not canon to the yeah. actual story, but who knows? Although technically Darth Maul died and he came back too, so... Um, yeah. So that is it. That is Rogue One, Star Wars, Star Wars. So we're getting the top three of the original trilogy. Get the top three of the original Are you trilogy. Uh, I'm a little surprised. Yeah, I thought Return of the Jedi would have got the boot. I thought, you know, I guess, and I think the thing is, is that it's been so long, right? It's been it's been, uh, it's been a so year long. and a half since we've had a new Star Wars movie, right. and so I think people have they maybe haven't watched Force Awakens, uh, Last Jedi, Rogue One, and these movies more recently. Although people did have Rogue One and Force Awakens as number one. But uh, here we are, the top three. This is what started all. People will be happy because people, they love to, they love the originals. And I love the originals too. I, I'm not an original hater. I don't know why I come off like that. But I think just people are so hard on the other movies. Yeah. Um, but here we are. So the question is, is what comes in? What is the number three movie here between the original trilogy? Well, I think it's tough. I, last time we did this, I know I had, uh, I, won't, I won't spoil what my number one is now. But last time I had Return of the Jedi as number one. And it was quite low last time was overall, right? If I remember correctly. Right. So I feel like Return of the Jedi is the most likely to show up here. People have a lot of love for the the one that kicked it off, A New Hope. And then like over the years, like it's been consensus for a long time that Empire is like the, the favorite one among most people. So it makes sense for that it would be Return of the Jedi here. Okay, we actually have a little bit of controversy here. Okay. A little bit of controversy here. We're uh, talking about the scores that they have here. So, uh, Force, so we're talking about here uh, Force Awakens. No, yeah, Force Awakens scored a 5.93. Okay. Okay. Rogue One scored a 7.00. Hmm. Right? And so quite a bit of jump. And whatever is this number three movie also scored a 7.00. So we have a tie. So we actually have a tie here. Oh. So Rogue One is actually should be tied for third. So you gave the better one to the older one. I'm just doing what the algorithm happens here. Okay. And it might be based off first place votes or last place votes or whatever. So this one got no last place or ninth place votes. But it did get some eight, some seven, some six, some five. But it mostly have its votes were in third and fourth. 22% put it in third. 23% put it in fourth. It got four First place votes. So it actually had less first place votes than Rogue One. So those actually those two people that put Rogue One as their bottom movie probably bumped it out of a third place spot. Yeah, yeah. They really screwed it. They got their job done. Everything right. they wanted happened there. Controversy here. Yeah, it is a little bit. We'll see. I think we might have gotten one or two more polls added into this. It'll be interesting to see if that, yeah, that's that, true. that adds to it or not. Well, I, I'm going to predict that this is going to be Return of the Jedi. So this movie here. With four first place votes too, I, 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 I tend to agree with that, right? Yeah. So I feel like Empire and New Hope will have a lot more. But this movie here, number three Star Wars movie, according to our polling audience, is Star Wars Episode Six: Return of the Jedi. Jabba, not happy about third place. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, well, I'm not, again, I'm not surprised. Out of the top three, I think that makes sense. Um, for the record... I had, I won't tell you the exact order right now. I had the original trilogy as my top three um, in third place. Actually, I won't say it because it'll spoil what I have as number one. Right. But uh, yeah, so I'm not surprised that Return of the Jedi shows up here. Really fun movie. Um, I always wonder, you know, because I, 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 again, we frequently see Empire or New Hope show up as the number one movie. If you took out the Ewoks, is Return of the Jedi number one? What, what could you, like, is there, is there a... Um, native inhabitants of Endor 
which you could add add to that movie to make it a better like could they be could the Ewoks be grittier yeah perhaps like if this was made now yeah. right in the Rogue One era right what kind of creature would those Ewoks be would they could they be a grittier type of right. you know Tuscan Raider right. like local right, right. That would be fun, like a little bit like darker, you know, a little right. darker undertone. That would be fun. But I will say, like, going back to when I first watch was watching this as a kid, and you might feel this way as well. I love the Ewoks. Oh yeah. Like as a kid, how could you not like it is like genius by by Lucasfilms to have those little Ewoks. They can sell all this merchandise, all these little things to kids. Like I love them. Obviously, going back watching now, I still think they're cute, but like you said, I think they it could be a lot better if they had something a little more gritty or dark in there. Right, right. I think this is this is a cool movie though because we get to see we get to see Luke as uh, as full of a Jedi as he mm-hmm. can be, um, and and that's fine. We get to see him give him kick butt at Tatooine. Yeah, we get to see him have that big duel, obviously with Darth Vader, and that whole sort of final section where the battle on Endor, the yeah, battle really on the fun. Death Star, and the battle around the Death Star. Uh, those three battles um, are quite good. Um, we get to see Admiral Akbar. I love Admiral Akbar. Big fan of his. Good to, good to see him show up. Uh, rest in peace. Good to see him show up there in uh, The Last Jedi. <laughs> right, right. And do we see, are there any other new characters that drops in Return of the Jedi? We learn, we meet the Ewoks, but yeah. I guess the Emperor. The Emperor. Himself. Yeah, the Emperor's there. The Emperor shows up. We get he's, to see. He's pretty much a new character in that movie. Yeah, that's right. We get to see Lando a little bit more. Right. But yeah, not a ton of new characters show up in yeah. the last one. Basically, it's the Emperor, the Emperor's movie and, and Admiral Ackbar's movie. Oh, and yeah. um, and uh, Lando's co-pilot there. Right, right. Yeah. I think his name, I don't know. I can't remember his name. Nub Nub or something like that. <laughs> no, that's something else. Yeah, that may not be right. I've, oh, finally got this. There's Admiral Akbar. Thank you for jumping in here. Big fan. Uh, just a little inside baseball here for Trevor's, I don't know what it was, 29th birthday or so. I got him a Admiral Akbar Funko Pop figure. It's a trap. Yeah. All right. So there's Admiral Akbar, the, fa- the Return of the Jedi. Um, yeah, I think I think it still holds up, but it is usually, yeah, with the critic rankings, it's often put as a third of mm. the, of the whatever we're talking about, original trilogy. Yeah. And so, and it comes in here as a tie with Rogue One, and I think that's interesting too. And I th- think you talk about the grittiness of Rogue One versus the more childlike fun of the Ewoks yeah. in Return of the Jedi. Um, it's interesting. It's interesting the the comparisons between those two. Uh, I think the middle part of Return of the Jedi might be the slow part. So that is the part where they are, where Luke goes back and says goodbye to Yoda, mm-hmm. um, and then they spend most of the time just interacting with the Ewoks, which yeah. I think maybe is the slower part. I think when the Ewoks are fighting the the stormtroopers, although I, I don't get when they hit hit a stormtrooper's helmet with a stick, how that sort of knocks it's them unbelievable. Down. Yeah. What are these helmets made out of? <laughs> I know. They're throwing like pebbles and yeah. like twigs at them and then they're going down. Like uh, are the, like what's inside of the helmet? Is it just like spikes that go into their heads? Right. Like I don't know how these Ewoks kill them. I get like I get sort I don't even entirely get this, but I sort of get it when they have the two logs up in the tree and they smash the right. ATST. I kind of get it, but I also kind of think the ATST should be more powerful than that. It's not though. Yeah. It's not. I though. guess it's not. Pretty fragile. Weak, although it's pretty powerful in The Mandalorian. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And it's powerful in uh, Fallen Order. Another spoiler for the video. Okay. Okay, there we go. So, we got the top two now. The okay. top two movies. We're down to Empire Strikes Back and the one that started it all, episode four, A New Hope. What do we think is there's a way? So, last year it was Empire Strikes Back. I think it's commonly revered as the top movie. But can the original Star Wars, can that pull off the win and take the number one seat? You know, if there was ever a time, I think it's now as this whole thing is coming to an end, where mm. people will look back kind of like how they're, oh, this... 
if, if this if this is a spoiler, this is your fault. Kind of how people look back on Iron Man. You know, after, now that the Avengers Endgame is over, they look back on Iron Man and think it's even better than it was before. And it is because it started the whole thing off. Uh, I think people might look back on A New Hope in a similar way. The one that started it all off. They could push it up to their number one. But uh, I would bet that it's number two. A New Hope's going to be number two. Empire number one. I will remember you. <laughs> <laughs> that is the new hope. Uh, yeah, I, th- I would. I would bet a new hope falls in here. Yeah. Uh, let's kind of see. So are we talking about Rogue One and and Return of the Jedi scored seven points. This one here had a full point jump to eight, and the number one movie drew an eight point four one. Wow. So clo- very close. Yeah, really close. Very close. We're gonna get, reveal them together, but we'll talk about them one at a time. In so they both they both got zero last place votes, which is obviously makes sense. Yep. The number whatever the number one movie is here got one ninth place vote. The number one movie got one ninth place vote. So some shocking votes there. We can probably be able to look through the polls. I want to see who that person's number one was. They both got no. They both got no sevens. Uh, and then some two, some sixes, some fives, some fours. But most of the thing here, actually, this is very interesting. In oh, I see. Okay, so the number two movie here got. 40% of the people put this as their number two movie. So it's pretty quite consensus. Where whatever the number one movie is, 40% put them as their number one movie. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty clear cut. Uh, even though even though the point totals are quite close. I think we have clear cut number one. So let's find out first. Should we just find out what number one is? Find out who the winner is? Yeah, and then we can talk about number two and then talk yes. about number one. Sure. So the winner. What do they win? Uh, they win a medal. They win a Java juice <laughs> from... Uh, the canteen in Tatooine. Right. Um, so the oh, number medals get too. Yeah. They win a medal. They win two medals. <laughs> not not a third medal though. Okay. Not for Chewbacca. The number one movie in this 2019 Star Wars ranking podcast goes to Star Wars Episode Five: The Empire Strikes Back. R two is ecstatic. <laughs> Which means number two movie is Episode Four: Star Wars: A New Hope. I'll be flying in lasers blazing. Thanks, Wedge. <laughs> Wedge is in episode five. Yeah. Four. Four. <laughs> four. Uh, he's, he's, actually in a, he's in five, too, because he yeah, flies the snow yeah. thing. We're spending too much time on Wedge. He's in six as well. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Rumors he could be a nine, but I'm trying to... That'd be interesting. How old is he now? I mean, I don't know. He doesn't, he he doesn't, he's, he's just a sit in a green screen. Yeah, that's true. A green screen, uh, whatever. <laughs> um... So here we are. So let's talk about first. The New Hope comes in at number two. Uh, not a huge, huge surprise. Uh, interesting again that if, we, if we're looking at just first place votes, looking at just first place votes, okay. um, both A New Hope and Return of the Jedi fall short of Rogue One, a Star Wars story. Interesting. So, so people, people are, no, are listening to my podcast from two years ago. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but A New Hope is the one that started it all. We talk about new characters. This is where we met. This is where we met Luke Skywalker. Yeah. This is where we met Chewbacca. This is where we met Princess Leia. This yep. is where we met... This is where we met. Maybe the best, the reason that the the these two movies I wanted to is we get full on uh, cocky Han Solo yeah. coming here. Harrison Ford, who I think delivers the best performance um, between him or Adam Driver uh, in the Star Wars sagas. Uh, I think the best acting performance there is is by. Harrison Ford, Han Solo. He is so good. He's so witty. Uh, the way he argues with Princess Leia uh, is is great. And they sort of have all they do is argue this whole time, but they have that sort of tension. We're like, ooh, there's something going on between oh, them, yeah. even though they're only yeah. arguing. Yeah. Ooh, scruffy looking. <laughs> you are, Han. <laughs> you are. 
of course we have like the Greedo stuff too. I, I love Han Solo here. He's such like, uh, I didn't really get it when I remember watching this as a kid. I didn't really like get a lot of stuff he was saying, but rewatching it now as an adult, like he's such kind of a douche, like super self-absorbed, super cocky, but also really fun. And I, I love him on screen. Harrison Ford is incredible and he's even great in the force awakens, but yeah, in, he's definitely my favorite character by far in a new hope. Really fun. Right, he's really fun. New Hope, great. Uh, it comes down to that big, again, slow at the start a bit, but it comes down to the big Death Star blowing up. Yeah. It's the big hero thing. It's the one that set Rell off, which is what people often vote towards. A lot of people will be like, well, you can't put anything else above it because you wouldn't <laughs> have it without this, which isn't really how we're ranking it, but yeah. you can rank it however you want. Um, and that comes in. And then we'll just jump right into episode five, which I think I think we expected over 40% of our, of our surveyors put this at number one. Mm-hmm. Um, most of the votes were in the top five, so it was going to carry carry its way in there. It's going a pretty solid score, and I think this is because again, it's, it starts off very hot in in Hoth. Um, I guess it wouldn't be very hot in Hoth; it'd be very cold <laughs> in Hoth. Um, it has a nice that nice battle. We get a snow battle, yeah, that which was is fun. again really. it's I- iconic too. Right. You see that like reference all the time in movies. Like even man, we're talking a lot about Avengers also, but even in Civil War, you hear Spider Man talk about that. Remember right. that old movie Empire yeah. Strikes Back? Right, and so you get that that sort of that difference between the, you get that the sand desert f- uh, feel in yeah. A New Hope, you get the snowy feel in Empire Strikes Back. Excuse me, and. Um, and then what happens is you meet Yoda, and I think Yoda is the standout in Empire Strikes Back. I think Yoda, um, his sort of goofiness, his silliness, his unwillingness, <laughs> his unwillingness <laughs> to train Luke. He didn't want to train Luke. Right? He didn't want to train Luke. Mm-hmm. In fact, it took Obi Wan coming back to to convince Yoda to train Luke, mm-hmm. almost as if. When Luke didn't want to train Rey, and it took Yoda to come back to convince him Interesting. that you should do that, that maybe that's actually a good story point. Oh, man. People miss that one. Yeah. <laughs> people good miss, good people miss a, lot of, a lot of parallels. A lot of gems. That's good. No, Yoda's really fun here. Yoda's really good. I like seeing... Um, I like seeing Luke train for the first time to be a Jedi. Right. And then you think like like Yoda's just this like little green puppet. What could he possibly do? And he easily pulls the X-Wing. That's mm-hmm. an epic moment. That's the first time we see little Yoda. It shows that anyone can use this powerful thing of the Force. Right. It's really fun. And I like the montage of Luke training. It's really good stuff. I, I, you know what I really just love about this? And I talk about this a lot when I, you and I talk about movies. I love my bad guys to be like real bad. Mm-hmm. And what I love about Empire is the Empire just destroys the good guys right. for two hours yeah. and then the credits roll. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I love that so much. I want my bad guys to be really bad. Not like have any bit of good in them, but just want to destroy, destroy, destroy. And they do that in this one, right. but in a way that it's like enjoyable and it's not like, it doesn't like make me like a cycle for loving it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I think it's good. I think, I think you get that Luke storyline and then you get the Han and Leia and Chewie uh, trying to escape away on the Millennium Falcon from Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting that you get sort of a Han versus Darth Vader. Yeah, it was the only time they really... Dual-ish. Yeah. Uh, and they escape to see Lando. We meet Lando. Oh, love Lando. Uh, great character, sort yeah. of... Sort of, he's the turncoat as well, yeah. And he's referenced in uh, in Stranger Things as well as that sort of <laughs> yeah, thing. Talk about references of Empire yeah. Strikes Back. Don't be a Lando. He's yeah. a Lando sort of thing. That big turncoat, uh, where you think he's a good guy, but he's working against them. And uh, and obviously Han Solo gets frozen in carbonite. We get the That's duel. Iconic. We yeah. get the duel between Luke and Darth Vader. And then obviously talking about the biggest twists of all time, uh, Darth Vader ending up being Luke Skywalker's father. Yeah, amazing. That's like one of the greatest movie moments of all time. 
time. It's talked about to this day. Uh, I think perhaps my favorite part of this, and again, this is something that I didn't really get or think was that cool when I was younger, but watching it back now and why I love Han Solo so much is when the first time Leia says to Han as he's about to be frozen, she says, I love you. And Han, just totally self-absorbed, doesn't say I love you too. He says, I know. <laughs> it's just it's so, so good. good. Love, like such a great, such a great line from Han Solo. Right. He's just so much fun. And, and again, like him getting frozen in carbonite is something that's talked about a lot. We see it a lot in the Mandalorian still. Just a lot of epic moments happen in this movie. I believe that line was written by, uh, was ad-libbed by Han Solo as Perfect. well. So it's just who Harrison and, uh, Ford is. And George Lucas was not happy with the line at first, <laughs> but then he, he realized. Yeah, Harrison Ford knows. He realized just how good. How good it is. I love, I love too, just talking about how the Empire just destroys them. How when like Lando leads Han and Chewie and Leia into the into the boardroom, whatever it is, and then Darth Vader's there. Han Solo pulls out his gun and shoots him, and and Darth's just like, nope, 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 blocks them all with his hands. Just right. just destroys them. And again, that's what I love to see out of a a good movie villain. <laughs> <laughs> that's always great. That's great. Um, so that pretty much pretty much does it there. Um, it is interesting. Oh, I just see you put. Uh, Rogue One at number 10. I don't like that. Um, and oh, look at this is an interesting ranking. So, but we don't have to talk about that. We kind of look through, uh, is there anyone specific? Well, not that. Well, podcast. I'll just say that, no um, I'll just say that for myself, I had Empire number one, Return of the Jedi number two. Previously, I had that at number one. And then I have New Hope at number three. So I'm pretty much with the consensus here. So I'm the man of the, I'm the, the man of the people, Trevor. The man <laughs> of the people. There he is. Uh, we had uh, Joe Ash fill up the rankings here. What did Joe Ash put Joe number Ash? one? I'm going to predict Joe Ash put Empire number no, one. No, Joe Ash put a New Hope number one. Oh, good. Yeah, I can see He that. put number two, Rogue One, A Star Wars Story. Oh. Three was Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi. Solo, A Star Wars Story at five. Okay. We saw that with him. Hmm. Remember, because Andrew was supposed to come with us. Like, Brother Andrew oh, yeah. was supposed <laughs> to come with us. He texts us. Uh, three weeks before the release of Solo Star Wars yeah. movie, what time are we heading out to the theater? <laughs> <laughs> the movie's not out yet. The movie's not out yet, Andrew. <laughs> and he was there. Uh, and then he couldn't make it to the actual time the thing came out. So we gave our ticket to our friend, Joe Ash. Uh, what did he put at eight here? Or he put the last Jedi eight. He didn't the last Jedi fan. Did, um, I don't know if anyone cares about this, but did my wife fill one of these out? I feel like uh, she didn't. I, I think she did. Uh, let's see. I don't think she did. You don't think so? <laughs> I think so. Or maybe she did. I'd be shocked if she did. <laughs> okay, now we got Nicole. I'm gonna, let's hear your wife. Let's just do a shout out to all the people who, who wrote out here because they took the time. Sure. Let's see what Nicole's uh, show is. Let's just, let's just. I just want to see the number one and the number 10 from a few people. Let's nitpick Nicole. If you want to bounce out, then feel free. Nicole's ringing. So we're at that in the podcast <laughs> yeah, too. We're just messing uh, So thank you for joining. But yeah. let's see here. Uh, Nicole here. Nicole puts uh, uh, Star Wars The Force Awakens at number one. Okay. Great here. She puts a Rogue One at number two, The Last Jedi at number three. She's a sequel fan. Yeah. I don't think I don't even know if she really watched the Star Wars. Well, that's the thing. That. Like the people who yeah. kind of jumped in later, I think will like the newer movies more. Mm-hmm. Maybe this makes sense. She put uh, Return of the Jedi, and we are doing a rewatch right now too. We've been rewatching for the last like two months, but we're only at Empire right now. So the ones she Wait, hasn't did you watched. Start on a New Hope. No, no, we started at uh, Phantom Menace. Oh, interesting. So we watched one, two, three, Solo, Rogue One, New Hope, and we're on. Um, we're halfway through Empire. We didn't finish it yet. Um, she put uh, Empire down at six. And she put uh, the prequels all, all at yeah. 8, 9, 10. She put uh, Attack of the Clones. Yeah, these are, those are the ones 10. I'm actually That's interested in. The rankings ranking. for people who, like, let's say have never watched Star Wars before. And if they watch them now, like, no, like, nostalgia bias, no original bias, none of that. I'm really interested to see what, like, yes. what kind of, how people rank them now. Yes. Like. Okay, so we have Linnea. We have Kate Richardson. We have Cody. Cody, again, Cody's admitted to me that he did not watch uh, the prequels. He did not watch the uh, the original trilogy 
until he was older. Uh, and he has Force Awakens at number one. He has Rogue One at two, The Last Jedi at three, Return of the Jedi at four. And so he's, he's got all over the place, Solo mm. at five. So he's got the new ones, and he's got the prequels, bottom three. Mm. So the other thing that does, that does switch it here uh, is Samantha. We have someone named Ray who filled it out. <laughs> we it got, we got uh, Matt and Elise Cutterford. Oh, yeah? Matt and Elise Cutterford. Did they fill it out at White Spot? I heard, I heard, <laughs> I heard they uh, had some sort of argument. Uh, Wait, they did a co-one? No, no, there's two separate okay, ones. Good. But I, I heard they were debating. Let's see what happens here. Um, oh, Matt, uh, oh, Elise Cutterford, not a fan of The Last Jedi. Oh, neither of them are fans <laughs> of The Last Jedi. Putting it at 9 well, and 10 respectively. That. Well, they buried it. 9 and 10 respectively, and they like the originals. But uh, Force Awakens also coming in low for Matt, 5 for Elise. Uh, putting, he putting 6 at... Revenge of the Sith at six, and now we're just getting into the nitty gritty of things. But it is interesting. It is interesting. Hmm. They, they, sorry, Lando. Rogue One coming in at number three for Elise and number four for Matt. So see, Rogue One is the is the one that the the purists still like. We have some. We have Sam. We have Jared McDonald. We have someone named Jabba, <laughs> Andrew Roberts, a Sarah. We have a Jack, a Chris. Let's shout out to all these people. We have someone who's at Hey Miker, who I believe is a rap fan who we have been following. Oh, nice. Uh, Jason, Michael, Luke. Uh, a few more. Just shout out, thank you to all these people who did it. Uh, Tim, Travis, Pete Parada. Oh, nice. Skoshkis. Bill, Connor, uh, Mickey, nice. Brinsley. Let's see what Pete Parada has to Brinsley? say. I haven't talked to Pete Parada in years. Yeah, I know. I'm interested. I miss that guy. All his, his Facebook things, but he, he, he saw it on Facebook. And then we'll, we'll end it off with a little Pete Parada rankings. How you doing, you old <laughs> All right, Lando. Oh, we also it looks like we actually had a twenty eighth response come in during the podcast. Uh, Pete Piranha. New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi, one, two, three. Classic. Rogue One at four, Solo at five, Last Jedi at Wait, six. Wait, is he going in the mood order of how they <laughs> the story? Force Awakens at seven. <laughs> so he's a pretty classic. Yeah. Pretty classic. No surprises. No surprises. Nitty gritty. What about Brinsley? You want the Brinsley? Let's finish results? off on Brinsley. <laughs> yeah, then I want well, I want to refresh it here because we had we a new more. one come in. Um I'm just gonna play with my Lando sounds while we're while I'm okay, waiting for you. Okay. This is an exhilarating <laughs> podcasting to end us off here. Uh, please let us know what you thought about it. Uh, talk to us. Uh, I'm at Trevor Chong, T A E V O R C H O N G on all platforms. Uh, I luckily, TikTok? I've luckily got it all. I don't have TikTok yet. Uh, Brinsley's got Empire, New Hope. He's got Rogue One at three. He's got Force Awakens at four. Last Jedi at five. Uh, Return of the Jedi at six. Attack the Clones at seven. Oh, love Attack of the Clones. Phantom Menace <laughs> at eight. Solo at nine. And Revenge of the Sith at ten. So he's a so he's a guy who who appreciates Force Awakens, Rogue One. I like that. And Last Jedi, but not Solo. So let's see again. Everything. And he's the highest on Attack of the Clones I've ever seen in my life. Seven. Well, uh, someone <laughs> had Attack of the Clones at one. Oh, that's right. We need to buy this person. Um. And then it uh, looks like Paul just added some in here. So he did not get his takes in here. And he also admittedly did not. He's not really seen Star Wars. Seen Star Wars. Let's see if that changes their rankings at all in any way, though. Uh, no, it doesn't really. Uh, it does secure Return of the Jedi away from that tie from Rogue One. Oh, so. that, that's unofficial. So he breaks we'll that tie. He breaks that tie here. Uh, so there we go. There we have it, everybody. Star Wars rankings. And uh, see, I didn't get to put my rankings out there. But no, you, know what, you know what my number one is? I would love to hear. Is it Rogue One? No. My number one Star Wars movie, Star Wars, 
Episode nine, the rise of Skywalker, <laughs> get out of here. Get the out of best here. best Star Wars movie by Is far. Is this a hot take you're making? <laughs> it's gonna be so good. I think it might be. I'm so excited for it. Uh, it's got so many great characters. It's got Kyle. Kyle, <laughs> right? Maybe we'll reconvene after we watch it. We have tickets to go the first two nights. We're right. going Thursday night and Friday night. Maybe back we should uh, we should put together a podcast and recap it. We'll see how recap we can. it up. Recap it. Christmas up. season podcast. Uh, yeah, I I like I love them all. Yeah. it's like picking between They're your fun. children. Yeah. Do right. you have children? No, but it's yeah. like if our parents picked me children, like who's their second favorite after me? Well, they would me? pick me. Who's their second favorite after me? Would I'm, be the very Empire, tough. I'm the Empire Strikes Back of our children because I'm the bad guy who just destroys right. everything. Right. You're a new hope because you're the youngest and Andrew's just an idiot. <laughs> I'm the last Jedi. I'm very polarizing. One parent loves me, one parent hates me. We won't say which one is which. There's zero chance they're listening to this. Uh, you never know, actually. You never know. Do they know how to load a podcast? Actually, mom listens to my podcast sometimes. Okay, there we yeah. go. So uh, thank you very much for listening. Please let us know. Let me, me and Jordan know if you uh, listen to it. Share this around. We'll kind of post it. We'll let, let us know this. what you disagree with as well. What you think was crazy. Why you think Trevor's crazy for liking Rogue One so much. Yeah, and tell us uh, tell us your rankings. And thank you very much. Any last words from any Star Wars characters to take us out here? Um, Whoa! We had a Star Wars podcast. I could always use a little more Lando. Um, are we gonna? We're gonna see a little bit of Lando next week, aren't we? A little bit of Lando. A little bit of Lando to finish off the Star Wars saga. All right, take it away, R two D two. All right, we'll get out of here. Thanks, everyone. <laughs>